listening to a special edition of the Audio Fanfic Podcast. In this episode, Kristen, Annie, and Rachel discuss their top three AU All Other Fix and introduce their new segment, Dope Ass Rex. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Staff Favorites, whatever we're calling. I don't Is that what we're calling? I don't Whatever. Top three. Top three. Yeah. The AFP. Top three. I like Recommendations. That. See? <laughs> From the AFP team. I am Rachel. I'm Kristen. And I'm Annie. How's everyone doing? I'm good. You know, I'm all right. I feel mildly prepared. Ooh, for all things. I had a, I had my setup set up before 8:30. Very nice. I, did I feel this, like I need a prize. I did this so long ago. I looked at it today and was like, "Oh, that's what I picked. Cool." <laughs> and did you agree with all your choices? You were like, "Sure, oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah they're great. Okay. They're amazing." Sure. <laughs> I'm sure I forgot something that I love and mm-hmm. one of you will mention it and I'll be like, "Oh, crap." Yeah. So and that's how I felt about the 90s one with um <laughs> contact high and I was like damn it (laughs) (laughs) but it's good it got mentioned so it's all good yeah Mm -hmm. well funny story I just so I wrote my top three like two months ago when I had it all down with my honorable Mm -hmm. mentions and I but I just I put links but I didn't put anything else I I think for a couple of them I did like just a brief you know my thoughts but not really anything like coherent. So I sat down today and I started writing like the, like just, you know, a brief summary. I really should have reread a couple of them, but I'm good and I'm going to do this and it's going to be great. Do you feel ill-prepared because you didn't reread? No, because I liked all of the stories enough that like they're there. It's just like some of the parts of it are like, Oh, this happened to this person. I totally forgot that happened in the story. But you don't need a detailed synopsis yeah, of the story. You I just don't. need to tell us why you liked it yes. and why it fits yes. well for this category or this whatever top three I that we're doing. Manage. No, and I'm, maybe I'm good. Yeah, I ended up with like two pages, two and a half pages. Jeez. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Who wants to go first today? I'll go well, should, did we say what topic we're doing? Oh, no, we didn't. <laughs> oh, <Hold> shit. <laughs> Oopsie. We got to go back. <laughs> so, Chris, okay. Yeah. Diving back into our discussion about alternative, alternative, alternate universe fan fiction, um, because the genre is just so massive. Um, today we are doing... I mean, we've been calling it all other, but it's really just more like AU general, like modern AU, um, not divergent, but not historical fiction. Mm-hmm. Those are really our classifications. So that is very specific. And and outside it's, of the recording, just to make sure I did this right, it, it's pretty much Mulder and Scully anywhere, right? Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. even I not have, FBI Mulder Scully. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Especially not okay. FBI mm-hmm. Mulder sure. Scully. <laughs> because if like, it oh, is shit, maybe I really FBI, then, then it's it would canon be divergent. Divergent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is where a lot of my list popped up when I was doing canon divergent. 
And then I was like, wait, no, it's not Canon Divergent. So, so well, however, I have to, t- <laughs> however, there are some FBI that are not. Yes. You'll, yes. You'll, yes. You'll see what I mean. Yes. You'll yes. Oh, I think I have the same situation in a few places. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I think I've got two of them where at least one of them is an FBI agent. Sure. But the other yeah. might not be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. yeah. Same. But yeah, super. <laughs> it's, there's so many different avenues to travel with alternate universe. It's crazy, but it's fun. It, it's a yes. little overwhelming because my my list just kept growing and growing and growing. And finally, I was like, you you have to stop. <laughs> It's really and, funny because I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, no, I was just gonna say I didn't think I liked AU until mm. I start like as much as I think I actually do till I was doing this list. Same. Yeah. Oh, I, I love have, AU. I have one person to blame for realizing that I loved AU. We'll get <laughs> into that later as well. <laughs> yes. How did you know? Oh. I'm oh, just Casey's a mind fault. reader here. <laughs> uh, Casey. All right. Okay. Who wants to start? I'll go. May. All right. Annie, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is... My number three is Variations on a Theme by Cobalt Blue. Mm. It is 20K, and I didn't write the... Rating, but I'm pretty sure it's teen. Um, do you guys know this one? Mm-mm. I do. Yes. You do. Okay. Um, so it's set in San Francisco, 1993. Mulder investigates a series of crimes while Scully is, of course, the pathologist. Uh, we have Scully Ethan. Um, and I kind of personally love San Francisco stories because Stephen and I fell in love in San Francisco and we spent quite a bit of time there together. So um, I mean, I also really like this story, but I think what initially drew me to it was the San Francisco aspect. Um, and what this story does is, I mean, it takes all these elements from the show that we love so much, um, or maybe don't love so much, but there's Mulder Diana, there's Scully Ethan, it's a case file, um, then the parts that we do love, you know, you know, it incorporates um, Samantha, Emily. We got a, I think we got a Mulder. It's me in there. Crycheck. We got the gunman, and it's just like all these things came together very well, very organically. And sometimes when you read a fanfic, it can like an AU, it can feel forced, and you're like, oh, okay. And sometimes it can just flow very well. And I thought that this one. Did that. And so Mulder is investigating this story. I'm sorry, this case file. Scully is helping him and like slowly coming to the realization that there's something not quite right with these, but with these missing women. And so, yeah, it's just, it's really cool. Um, and I do have a rather lengthy quote here. Um, let's see. Scully was puzzled. She had already answered that question. Um, so Mulder's asking, who do you think is behind all of these disappearances? Mm-hmm. Um, Scully was puzzled. She had already answered that question. I won't know that until I get toxicology back. And even then I may not know. She paused and looked at him. You know, from the report that it wasn't external trauma. Why are you asking? 
I didn't ask what killed her. I asked what you think killed her. Speculation was not something she did easily, preferring to work with the facts as they laid out in front of her. Conjecture did a great disservice to the dead and could easily taint your findings, leading to false conclusion. I don't speculate, Agent Mulder. Try. I don't know. That's just so them. I don't do this mm-hmm. thing. Mulder, no. like pushing her to do it. I don't know. It's yeah, a, it no, it's a great fic. It worked for me. I didn't even think about that one. Uh, I found it kind of late in the game, like a week ago, maybe. I was like, oh, yeah, what about this one? I was going through the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's it's not that long. 20K. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Rachel, who doesn't read I'm... long fic? <laughs> Unless um, Casey wrote it. Listen, that's not always true. That's, I know. Rachel's branching out these days. I will have you know. No. I have three that are over 20K out of my seven. Including honorable mentions. Yes. Okay. I was like, we did only I three, didn't right? do a top seven. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Whew. This girl I mean, does I, not I have could time have, for that. but I didn't. Yeah. There were a lot <laughs> yeah, of definitely really good ones. could have. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, like we said before, we could definitely just revisit all of these AU categories. Mm-hmm. Then we shouldn't do honorable mentions because I put a bunch of those in my honorable mentions <laughs> if we're going to revisit. We'll see. Well, we'll see. Kristen, what is your top three or your number three? Jeez. My number three is Someone's Wife by Donna. It's explicit 13K. Mm-hmm. And in this fic, Scully is a doctor. She is married to Daniel. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> I remember now. Um, it's not a happy marriage. Um, she works Trigger under morning, Daniel. If I remember correctly. Um, no. Am I thinking of another one? Then? I think you're thinking of another one, which I was too. It does. I mean, Daniel's an asshole. There's no game okay. on that, but there's no, there's no violence. Involved. Okay. 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 But I know which one you're talking about. Okay. My bad. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. You're totally fine. Um, so she's married to Daniel. They, she works under him at the hospital and whatever department they're in. That's never made very clear. She's rushing one night to meet Daniel for a, um, banquet and she gets caught up in the middle of a carjacking of Mulder who with the FBI is chasing the suspect. Um, the suspect tries to get in her car. Mulder fires. The suspect fires, hits Mulder. Mulder ends up killing the suspect. Um, Scully treats Mulder on the scene, goes with him to the hospital, stays with him, and immediately is feeling this connection to him. Mm-hmm. And she ends up keeping going back to visit him. They go and have dinner one night. And she's like, she's not happy in her marriage. Daniel's never really around. Daniel's all about appearances. And then she finds out Daniel is cheating on her. And she leaves Daniel. Um, ends up divorcing Daniel and starting a relationship with Mulder. And the story is about her, a lot of self-discovery about realizing just how much she didn't know Daniel. She finds out he's been married twice before, not once, like he said, that he had been had, had all these accounts opened in her name because he was paying child support for a child he had that he never saw that she didn't know he had. Um, wow. And Mulder just ends up being her safe place and all of that. It is really explicit for the end, but the the sex doesn't come till the very end. 
And I have a few quotes here. Um, so in this one, he's asking her to go out to dinner. He leaned back in the chair and looked at her for a minute. Then he scooted his chair closer to her to speak quietly. You know, there are some tribes that believe that if you save a person's life, you own part of them. Well, I saved yours and you saved mine. So if they're right, I can't let you eat like that. Because he walked in and she was eating like a yogurt for dinner. And he's like, no. Mm -hmm. And then this one, they're talking on his couch after she's left Daniel. Um, he's asking if she's tired. And she's like, no, I'm not. Or he's she's asking him if he's tired, saying like she doesn't want to take his bedroom away from him. No, I'm not tired. I don't sleep a lot. I just thought you... Come here. He took her hand and led her to the couch. How did you meet him? She stiffened slightly. If you talk about it, it won't be as big. She looked at him, brow furrowed. I'm a psychologist. You are? She looked startled. Gee, thanks. No, I mean, she shifted on the couch. I was his resident three years ago. He searched me out, selected me. I knew he and his wife were separated, but I didn't ask why. It was none of my business, and I didn't realize we were going into a relationship. We had coffee and worked late. We didn't date. Not until after he got a divorce. She sighed. A friend tried to tell me. My family. My brother was incessant. She stared down at her hands. He told me he and Beatrice had grown apart, that she just didn't understand his work. You should talk to your family. Her head jerked up. No, I can't face them. Um, yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's a really... It's a really nice pick on the end of Mulder and Scully finding each other and mm -hmm. having that immediate connection and comfort. Mm -hmm. And Daniel's a real asshole in it. We know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we know. Yep. They can't see my surprise face. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my number three. Awesome. Rachel. <clears throat> My number three is, I'm going to butcher the name of this fic. It is mm. what it is. It's Tabulae Anatomicae mm. yes. by Lepus Articus. Um, it is just over 3,000 words. It is rated mature, not because there's sex, but <laughs> oh, is it nice. Um, so in this story, Dana is a young art student and she is finally getting to take a class where she's drawing the the body instead of you know fruit and other gross things um and so it's taught by a man named walter skinner who kind of has a thing for her um who doesn't <laughs> right <laughs> i do um so this is like her first time drawing a model and like there's this cancellation. And so this 22 year old art student subs in for the regular model. And it just happens to be Fox Mulder, who is he's like a he's he's like studying painting or something. I don't know. Um, but and he's like a, he's on the swim team. So he's got this nice body and. Um, and they're basically like, it's, it's like sex without touching because, because the way she writes is just so descriptive, but like, they're not, they don't touch. 
Like they just, they don't. Um, but there's like just so much heat and there's like just so much chemistry and like unresolved sexual tension while, because their eyes lock and it's, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, and yeah, I mean, and it's lipostarticus, so it's not like you can, (laughs) you can't go wrong. Um, and it was my number two, but it's short and it's just kind of like a snippet. And so I was like, eh, um, but I do have two quotes from it though. Um, all right. A figure began to emerge from the page, the blade of a clavicle anchoring a splendid trapezius, rounded pectorals, a small, simple tattoo of an eye over his heart, the tendons of his neck, his curved jaw, that captivating mole. He really was quite beautiful. Physically, yes, but there was something else there too, something almost preternatural, something untamed. She smudged her thumb over a line, creating a soft shadow trying to replicate his glow. And then later, back up over the clavicle, sorry, let's start that again. Back up over the column of his neck, his pulse point thrumming, almost imperceptible. Her hands moved over the paper, trying to touch him by creating him, to own a bit of his soul. A small, sweet ache, a slow ferment. 20 minutes, Walter said. Violins keened, the sky groaned. The lure of Mulder's face was too much to bear, and she looked up to find him watching her. His eyes burned through her like wildfire. A question, an answer, color rising in his cheeks. Some old tide, some primitive pull. She knew him. Something in her knew him, damn it. (sighs) That is a good one. Another one I hadn't, I didn't think about. I, it, I, yeah. Okay. I'm good. It was that close to being on my list. And I was like, <laughs> I can't, this, this is Rachel's. And I knew, <laughs> I knew it would make your list. So I didn't even bother. My list is 94% predictable. <laughs> this time or always? <laughs> this time, my Maggie list was just out of left field. <laughs> I think everyone's back. My nineties list was out of left field. That is true. Yes. Yes. My scanner lift was like that. That list was just not anywhere (laughs) in the spectrum of anything. That whole topic was was out of left field. (laughs) No, but this is entirely predictable. Sorry. Don't be sorry. You all know me. They're damn good. My records are solid. Think of another one that you would choose like, Definitely, definitely choose. Well, maybe I can think. Of I one. can think mm-hmm. of one. I can think of one. And I'm, we'll I'm wondering if we doubled up on this. This one I just liked so much. I couldn't not. I like the I other one you, too. I want you to like write them down. Write the ones that you think that I picked. And let's just see. Let's see what happens. Um, I'm going to type it in my phone. And then I <laughs> I just want to see. Because I think that's hilarious. And I think you're both probably right. I'm so predictable. I regret nothing. <laughs> I can only think of one. Yeah, me too. All right. And I, I can't think of the same one. So I'm just having to describe it because my brain isn't going to the name. <laughs> so. We shall see. Annie, what is your number two? 
My number two is from the mixed up files of Dr. Bryce S. DeWitt. <gasps> I love that one. I thought about that one. I did. Oh, that's the one I thought it was because oh. it's by no. Voyager Vergata. No, no, that one's good. That one's that really good. was super predictable, but for I did not even. Oh, okay. For me. I didn't, yeah. It's not even on my list. I didn't even think about it, actually, which is I, kind of bizarre. It crossed my mind, but I, I passed on it. Yeah, yes. I almost passed on it because I thought Rachel would do it. And mm. I was like, but it's cool. It's funny. It's different than anything else I've read. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just get extra points because it's not like anything else I've ever read. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's really cool. Like, maybe it's not the best written. Although this one I do believe is written very well. Yeah. But sometimes you're just like, that's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I ever think of that? Why hasn't anyone else thought of that? Yeah, well, I so, did dive in. Yeah, um, it's not parallel universes, except it is. <laughs> and it's basically um, a little snapshot of Mulder and Scully in different what could have been universes. Um, we have one with Reggie something, one with um, Scully Daniel, one with Mulder Diana, uh, one where Mulder is really dead. And so it's Scully and Doggett eating at the diner instead. And one with a little family that's super sweet and soft mm-hmm. and just so cute. Um, and yeah, it's it, like, really, there's no plot. There's no, nothing really happens. You just get a different snapshot of what could have been. Um, so I chose one with something that I love, which is a little bit of angst, Mulder, Diana, they're sitting at the diner and Scully can overhear them. So this is Scully point of view. Mm. Next to him is a tall brunette, elegantly dressed and quaffed. She looks around, her nose wrinkled. Fox, she murmurs. Um, sorry, Fox, she murmurs in a protesting tone. This is your great breakfast spot? Oh, ye of little faith. The man, Fox, chides and guides her to a booth. Dana hears him order sweet potato pie and an egg white Greek omelet for the lady. She shakes her head, returns to the reliable dead. So Scully had been like looking through some of her files, pathologist. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just, yeah, that, that I can see that happening. Like Scully yeah. just rolling her eyes at Diana. Like, oh my God, <laughs> who is do. this lady? And why does he put up with her? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one, I didn't pick a quote from it, but I believe it's the very last one where it's a snapshot of them as a family with Emily and William and the kids are arguing and they're having their nice little breakfast at the diner. That's a really good one. It is. I'm super shocked. No one else picked it. I really, (laughs) I'm glad I did then. What's really funny is I think that I scrolled through all of AV's stuff Mm -hmm. and just like still didn't even. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm, And if I didn't say it, it's rated G and it's 2105 words. Perfect. For anyone who might be curious. That sounds great. Kristen, so, what's your number two? So my number two is Candy from a Stranger by Anna Vincent. It's oh. 5K and it's mature. Mm-hmm. And the fix starts. Um, Scully is a doctor. She's sitting along a river. She's 
she's questioning a lot about her life. She's dating this guy that she knows is going to propose to her. She doesn't want to marry him. She knows her family expects her to marry him. And she's also kind of questioning her career path and what she's doing with her life. And this guy walks up to her and hands her an ice cream and basically is just like, you need this more than I do, it looks like. And he walks off. So then she goes to meet Melissa and Melissa has talked her into going to this lecture on um, cryptids. Cryptids? Am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Stelly's just not at all interested. It's not something she wants to be at, but she, you know, loves her sister and wants to spend time with her. And suddenly she sees the guy who gave her the ice cream. And so she, and she'd been telling her sister about it. And her sister's like, you know, mom would be basically really mad at you for taking candy from a stranger, essentially. And so she goes and buys this guy a coffee. She takes it to him and she's like, God, do you think this thing's going to be as boring as I do? And like, and he's like, why are you here? And, you know, my sister dragged me along. So they go in to watch and it ends up being that she had met Fox Mulder and Fox Mulder's giving the presentation. And she's super embarrassed that she just told this guy his presentation's going to be boring. And she's rolling her eyes while he's talking. So he finally calls her out on it and just starts asking her questions. And she's really challenging him and throwing it right back at him. And they go to leave and he's like, hey, wait a second. He gives her a stack of books and he's like, just read these, you know, I have to go out of town. And when we get back, we can talk about the books. So she takes them, she reads them, and she decides she's going to show up at his house. His his business card, he had written his address and phone number on it. And so she goes and they end up having sex, which, and she's like, basically, you know, it was really passionate, but also what the fuck did I just do? You know, leaves, goes, She's supposed to meet her parents and her boyfriend for dinner. And in the middle of dinner, her boyfriend stands up and she's like, holy fuck, he's going to propose. And she just is like, hey, we're done. It's not working out. And she leaves. And it just goes along that she ends up getting with Mulder. And it's all about moments in time along the same lines as all things and how one little interaction can change your whole future and your whole path of life. Um, Not super long. It's 5K. Um, and I have... I'm just going to do this one quote. Um, and it's after she sits down and the um, lecture is starting. Some of the people in the room have started applauding. I follow Melissa's gaze and see the man I was just talking to take his place at the Tribune. I'm trying to decide whether to be amused or appalled as I realized that I just told Fox Mulder his lecture was going to be so boring he should have some coffee. So it's cute. It's just, it's a cute story. That sounds cute. Is it on AO3? Who is this person? Uh, Gossamer. Gossamer. Of course. You did a deep dive. (laughs) I've read the author before. I hadn't read this fic. Gotcha. Um, They've got a few on Gossamer. Okay. Yeah. That's my number two. Awesome. Rachel. My number two is The Annapolis Grant by Slippin' Mickey's. That was on my list. That's what I wrote down. Like, I couldn't <laughs> think of the name. And I'm like, Casey, the boat one. <laughs> the boat one. <laughs> okay. Is this because I shared the... <laughs> it's because of the picture. I mean, that connects to some things, but yes. <laughs> okay. 
It's because I, I made the I, cover. I made the book well, today. Yeah, I know you. I know you like that one also. So yeah. Yes. But yeah. I, like, I had never read it before this though. Oh really? You didn't read it when she did. Casey, it I'm sorry. I love you. Yes. <laughs> I had never read it before. I didn't think that I liked AU's. It, it's a I, good one. It's a really good one. It is so good. Okay. I'm gonna. All right. Hold on. So yes, my number two. <laughs> that can stay in. By the way. Um, so my number two is the Annapolis Grant by Slip and Mickey's. It is 34,000 words. I would like a medal. <laughs> um, it is mature for wonderful reasons, and it is on AO3. Um, Sully is some sort of like a medical scientist or researcher. She's a doctor, but she's like got a lab and um, so she's trying to secure this grant from this misogynistic millionaire dickwad. Um, and she needs it like desperately so she can continue doing this like research on like neurological pathologies and um, in order to kind of safeguard herself because she feels like this guy is a little too interested. She tells him that she has a fiance which is perfect until he decides that the only way she's going to get this grant is if she goes on this yacht trip with him, um, with her fiance. Super fun. Now she's in a bind. Um, well, she ends up, she ends up hiring a high end escort named Fox Mulder, Hmm. um, who is, He's working on like his PhD, I think, or his master's or something. Um, And he's actually writing, I believe he's writing a thesis about like escort services and the psychology behind that whole Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, So it's not just like him out there being, you know, a sex worker, which is great and perfect. And we support that here at AFP. Um, Sex positive. Yes, Yes. absolutely. Get your money any way you want to. Um, just be safe, but yes, be safe. Yes. Yes. Um, but so she hires him and like during the course of the trip, like Scully in true, in actual character, like in true nature gets kind of like closed off and she's sort of reserved and the ship, uh, the ship hands start to, to gossip about them and they're afraid they're going to be found out. So they have to start making it look. Like there, so it's almost it's it's like the ultimate fake dating, but it's an AU and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I don't like super want to spoil it, but Melissa is there, and like so Mulder's his parents are dead, and like his sister's got some illness, and it just so happens that like spoiler alert, um, the illness is like what Dan is actually researching. Um, and so Yay, happy ending. And the um, sex is hard. The sex is incredible. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't be. It's it's hot. No. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, so they have to they have to play it up, they have to put on a good show, and then they like realize that they're basically falling in love with each other. The whole story is incredibly well written and plotted, even though she pantsed it. So whatever. I mean, whatever. North of zero in like 30 days. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm I'm in awe, just completely in awe. Um, I don't know how you pants it and put together something like this, but it was great. Yeah. She's um, talented. She's super talented. So talented. Yeah. Um, and I I only have I didn't want to grab too much of this, so I just have a long quote because um behind her she heard the sound of one of the doors opening and the soft footfalls of a staff member of a staff member who and the soft footfalls of a staff member before she knew quite what was happening Mulder had threaded his hand through her hair and pulled her against him kissing her roughly she was so taken aback that she gasped into his mouth he groaned quietly at the sound and he pushed her boldly up against the wall of the hallway behind her pressing into her with his own body her arms went around his neck of their own volition and she found herself kissing him back thrilling at the way his tongue felt in her mouth his hand was on her waist his thumb snaking up under her shirt and running light circles on her skin goose flesh prickled wherever he brushed and she felt a rush of feeling dip at her center Oh, pardon me, she heard Krista's voice, and then she heard the door close again, Krista going back the way she'd come. Mulder eased back, letting his hand fall from where it was cradling her head, and he kissed her once, twice more, ever so gently, then stood up to his full height, taking one step back from her. That should help, he all but whispered, and Scully felt as though the top of her head had popped off and floated away. And that's just a taste because it gets so much better. <laughs> it's a really good one. And yes, yes, it is. It is. So I'm partially predictable. Actually, I'm completely entirely predictable. Because, <laughs> I mean, Aloysia Fregata. I did not predict that. Really? I didn't know. I went with some older ones, not yeah. like super old, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll yeah. see. With your number oh. one, if I, because while you were, I think while Kristen was talking, I came up with another one that I thought <laughs> it might be. Although now I don't know if you like that one. You know what? We're just going to, I don't know. Like, we'll just see. I we'll mean, just see. my top three is all old. They're all Gossamer Fix, my top three. You've been doing that lately, which is great Someone's because it doesn't of, lead to I mean, a lot of overlap. My, honor, my honorable mentions are all more modern AO3. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, where are we, Annie? What? Oh, it's time for number one. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, Annie, what is your <laughs> number one? My number one is Even Now in Heaven by, by Scapegrace74. It is 2670 words and explicit. Ooh. Do you guys know this one? No. no. Kristen. I should. You know this one. I think we read it for Darkest Timeline, but oh, like then I'm in just chat, not. not yeah. Okay. I, I think hmm. we were reading. I don't know. I don't remember what it, I, I thought you read it. Anyway, well, if I not, here it is. Um, this one is short, but like so hot, like so very sexy. Um, and it's also just a fun scenario to think about. Like, what if Mulder and Scully meet on a night out? Um, and you, you kind of have to wonder, will they hit it off in the same way? And of course they do. They always do because it's fanfic. Like, will it always be that intense? And it is, um, 
And so Mulder is out drinking. Scully has a night out. You look confused, Kristen. You okay? No, I was scan- I was skimming it real quick to see if I'd read it. Sorry. Have you? <laughs> um, no, I don't think I have. When you said the really? night out, I was thinking it was the one where she went on a date and it was really bad and they met up. But hmm. I don't, no, I don't think one. I have read it. And it's X-Files porn battle. Why have I not read that? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. Sorry to interrupt. So this one is just so deliciously sexy and hot and a really fun scenario to think about. So Mulder and Scully meet on a night out. Um, And like, I've always wondered if they would hit it off in the same way and like so intensely if they had met outside of the FBI circumstances. And of course they do because it's fanfic and that's how it has to be because that's the rule of fanfic. And so what, like, there's just, there's not a lot of plot. It's, they meet at a bar. Mulder is drowning his sorrows in one of his cases. Scully is out with, I think her friend Ellen. Um, They meet, they hit it off and they go back. I forget whose apartment they go to, but they go, I think his apartment, they go to his apartment because Scully leaves in the morning and they do not have the sex, but they have everything else. And it is very, very sexy. I may have picked this fic. I mean, I like the whole idea of it, but I picked it, I think, for this exact quote. Oh, I Are love you... this. Okay, yes, ready. I'm ready to do it. Mm-hmm. He polished her clit like the most precious gemstone, and she was paying him back in kind. Her shoulder-length hair tickling his inner thighs as his cock grazed over every taste bud in her mouth. He arched his neck, gasping on the inhale and groaning in delighted agony on the exhale. From this vantage, the pink slash of her pussy was topped by the inverted exclamation mark of her anus. He debated for about 2.2 seconds, then lifted his head and dove in. And Holy like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, this nice. is it. This is this is number one. I think like I had moved it around. I'm like, no, this this is number one. <laughs> And it's not even very long. I mean, they basically meet, they have a one night stand and she's like out the door in the morning. <laughs> wow. And he's like, wow, how am I ever going to find her again? But yeah, this. Wow. This one. We, we talked a lot about Scapegrace 74 in Darkest Timeline chat. Mm-hmm. And so I really thought it was a possibility that Kristen would pick this one. No. I'm delighted that she hasn't. <laughs> awesome. Delighted. Wow. I might be reading that. Um, it's not tonight. long. Rachel, it's, <laughs> it's not long. 2,700 words, I think. It's I not long, but it does the trick. It does the trick. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Exactly. Awesome. So throwing it to Kristen. So my number one. Oh, hi, dog. Oh, hi, dog. Hi, hi Bella. You ready for number we one, Bella? <laughs> Do you know there's a cat? Anyway, my <laughs> number care. one, and I am going to butcher the title of this. Ooh, okay. Um, it's Kise, Q-U-I-S-S-I. Kise? Q-U-I... What was it? Q-U-I-S-S-I. Is that a different language? Yes, yes. Okay. I think it's maybe... Spanish? Q 
Q-U-I-S-S-I. I should have looked it up. Sorry. Psychologically. Hold on. What? Yeah. Where did, where did it go? These. You had a Bohemian Corsican? personality? What? <laughs> okay. But there's also a French. So it detected Corsican. Interesting. I'm curious. Okay. All right. So we'll come back to this. What is it about? <laughs> so it's by Trixie. It's on Gossamer. It's rated explicit. It is 87K. And Jesus. a little Sorry. caveat with it. So the prologue and the epilogue are not AU, but they barely cover one page of a 175 page fic in my PDF. So I'm counting it as an AU. <laughs> So it starts with Mulder ends up visiting this um, gypsy, for a ba- lack of a better word, who gives him <laughs> who gives him like a tea to drink. He drinks the tea and he wakes up. And in what he wakes up in, he's not confused. Like he's living this other life and he's a speaker or he's attending a conference. So Mulder is at a conference in California. He's an FBI agent. He's also a psychologist. He's in this, it's a conference for law enforcement specialists. He's listening to this woman give a speech and he's on the phone with his sister, Samantha, and he's just kind of relocated to the area. He has his first apartment he's had in like forever. He's been like traveling around a lot and um, he's talking to Samantha and he's basically saying like this woman's beautiful like you know and he's like totally like just falling for this woman who's speaking like she's super smart he thinks she's beautiful um, and you go on a little bit more and it basically the gist of it turns out to be the woman talking is Scully she is staying with Samantha who is dating her brother Charlie and the reason she's come to stay with them is that she was married and to Jack and it went very, very bad. Um, it turned out Jack had been cheating on her. Jack ends up murdering the woman he was cheating on her with to prove like, well, she's gone now we can stay together. And in the gist of that, Jack had had a child with this other woman who watched Jack murder her mother. Jack gives custody of the child to Scully. And so Scully suddenly has this child who she never really wanted and she doesn't know how to take care of her. And she's slowly just kind of losing her mind over it all. Like she doesn't know how to fix any of it. She's still technically married to Jack who's, you know, in jail for murder. He won't let her get divorced. And so she leaves her daughter with Melissa and goes to stay with her brother and his girlfriend, which are Samantha and Charlie. And she ends up meeting Mulder. And it ends up being the best thing that could happen to her because Mulder is able to help her learn to communicate with the child, help her overcome, you know, the problems she's developed from being married to Jack, who was verbally abusive, physically abusive, sexually abusive, to where she didn't even know who she was anymore. And she had left the FBI because her and Jack were both FBI agents um, because of not being able, she felt like she couldn't stay in the FBI being the wife of the man who had done this horrible thing. And Mulder's been running from the FBI because he had blamed himself for a child getting killed during a case, even because he couldn't, he wasn't able to figure out who the killer was in time and the child died. 
so they're both also these damaged people and they come together and, you know, it's just this heartbreaking, but beautiful story. And then you reach the epilogue and he wakes up and he's in the gypsies shop and he's like, but wait, but I want that. I want her. I want all of that. And the gypsy's like, well, there's still time. You can still have Scully. Like, you know, I'm showing you what another life of yours could have been, but you can still have part of that life. Um, I could not remember for the life of me who wrote this fic. I messaged so many people on Twitter, like, you know, the fic with the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, yeah, someone finally was able to remind mm. me who it was. Um, they yeah, couldn't search by name on Gossamer or you I can't remember I didn't know this fic name or who wrote it mm, I just can't okay. remember what it was about mm-hmm. gotcha um who found it Kish- Kisha Kisha mm-hmm. Kisha yeah I had a feeling yeah well done um, Kisha yes um I it's think listed- oh go I think it's a rough trans I, I think it roughly translates into what if mm. yeah which would make sense yeah it came um, up as who if, but I don't think, I think it was, I think they, hmm. yeah. But like, it's really like, I, I like when Charlie's in fix, the pairing mm. of Samantha and Charlie is really, really hmm. cute. And it, um, the whole thing where like Samantha knows that the person, cause Samantha, um, was briefly married and she, so she doesn't have the same last name as Mulder. So Samantha knows that Scully met Mulder at this conference and Samantha knows that on her brother's end, he met Scully, but like the two of them don't know that Samantha knows them both and that they're both coming to dinner and going to meet each other at this dinner. And it's really one of those. Interesting. I have two quotes here. Um, Their lips slid slowly and sweetly over each other, teasing, learning, loving. While it was certainly the most intimate kiss that he'd ever experienced, it retained a certain level of innocence. He couldn't even classify it as sexual, though he wanted her desperately. It was as familiar and comfortable as it was new and exciting. Her palm brushed his cheek, and a few seconds before, she gently pulled her mouth away from his. He chased her lips for half a second before realizing she wanted to speak. And then, oh, yeah, because they they have sex, and she then feels back. She's like, I'm still technically married, and he's like, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> he's a barely he's a murderer. So, um, all right. The second one, they were both surprisingly quiet the closer they came to orgasm. It was as though they both recognized the importance of the moment, whatever that might be. There was more happening in the room than two bodies joining together. It was as though their very souls were tangling, dancing, and getting acquainted, mating and merging until there was no differentiating between them. No longer his and hers, but theirs. Hmm. So yeah, that's my number one. That's fantastic. Beautiful. Yes. Interesting. It's interesting. It's long. (laughs) Sorry, Rachel. I will probably not be reading that. It's okay. Anytime soon. You never know. Um. Yeah. You never know. Okay. My number one is Tandem by Alien Queequeg. I knew it. <laughs> it it 
it'll pop up for me in a minute. Um, but yes, I, I wondered. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so this fic is 8,000 words. It is so explicit and on AO3. Um, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say, and I haven't read all of her stuff, but, um, alien Greek wig sex is just, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's so good. So good. Um, yeah. So it's possibly the hottest AU ever in my humble opinion. It's not a humble opinion. It's Hmm. just my opinion. Um, and this was what sparked the, is it historical? Is it here? We really need to set up mm, a, a date mm-hmm. because it takes place in like 88. Yeah. Um, but to Mulder is an FBI agent um, in the eighties who he just finishes a really rough case with the VCU. Um, he has been just really struggling to manage his stress and his sleep. And his emotional well-being. And so his partner suggests that um, he tries this yoga studio. And he recommends that he goes and he asks for Melissa. But there aren't any availabilities with Melissa. And he ends up at a class with Dana. Hmm. Who is about to start her residency for forensic pathology. And she's working part-time at her sister's yoga studio. Um, so he reluctantly goes, um, and he kind of sucks at it because, you know, and so he asks for a private lesson and she's like, no, I don't, I can't do that. You know, I don't, I don't do private lessons because whenever I try to do private lessons, people just try to hit on me. Um, so she's reticent at first. Um, after all, I wrote, after all, she is a hot, fit young woman, but eventually she does agree. Um, And so in her spare time, she's giving him private lessons at Melissa's studio um, because he is just, he's mainly just trying to get him to sleep better. Um, And there is just, there's, so it's only 8,000 words, but like there's intense flirting and eventually there is like well-resolved sexual tension. Um, but there's a lot of like UST in the interim um, because he's not supposed to fall for her. And she swore that she wouldn't let him. Um, but then the heater in the yoga studio goes out and she invites <laughs> him for a session at her apartment and one thing leads to another and holy actual shit. It's hot. Um, but yeah. And like, she's, I mean, it, and she, so Celia does that same thing where, you know, Scully just kind of like pulls back and she's kind of like, eh, you know, I'm not really good at this sort of thing. Um, and, but yeah, so they kind of, they hook up again at like his apartment. And yeah. But it is just delightful and fantastic. And I have two quotes. Um, Her palm grazes the back of his neck and so briefly he could have imagined it runs her fingers through his hair. She clears her throat regarding his form much better. She declares when they press up into Cobra, he sees pink splotches on her chest. Her dilated pupils remind him of his former roommate's cat after having its way with a sprig of fresh catnip. This night, 
He doesn't wake to nightmares. Much worse. He wakes rock hard and flooded with dread to the most vivid erotic dream he can ever remember having. He can ever remember having. Fuck, he says to the dark room. Because they're not supposed to do this. Um, and then she takes him through a couple more floor poses and a shorter cool down. No full body relaxation meditation, just deep breathing and mindfulness. Ironic that she's instructing him to let his thoughts drift away when all he can think of when all he can think of is her and what's going to happen when their hour is up. He circles her pinky with his and squeezes. She squeezes back. Somehow he's both serene and giddy as she instructs him to roll to his side and sit up. He takes his time opening his eyes and startles as he finds her kneeling in front of him, much closer than he'd expected. Her gaze is somewhere down at his lips, and he watches her chest rise and fall, oddly paralyzed to make his move. Dana waits for a beat before muttering, oh, for fuck's sake. She sits up on her knees, leans over, and descends on his mouth. And then it all just gets x-rated. I I think Tandem is the fic I've listened to the most. <laughs> On AFP. I'm totally serious. More than chapter 14 of Omens? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I've listened to it uh, once, twice. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, whoo. I feel like I need some water. No, it's good. <laughs> it's It's just delightful and delicious. Yeah. It's great. Um, yes, very much so. Honorable mentions. Okay, my honorable mentions. I did the post by Slip and Mickey's, mm. where Scully is a pathologist and Mulder is a um, journalist, mm-hmm. and it's very sexy. Twenty one hundred words, mature. Also by Slip and Mickey's. North of Zero, only an honorable mention because I have not had time to finish it. I love it. It's angsty and post-apocalyptic. And William is not a trash bag that you can't stand. Um, He's actually a likable character that you're invested in. And so I just haven't had time to finish it. Like That is divergent, ma'am. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. And I have to, I have to say this to be talked about. Yeah. We need to do a whole fucking discussion (laughs) about that story. I'm sorry. I, Oh, I just bit my lip. I don't know what happened to my mind because it was a last minute edition and just, I don't know when my brain, well, no, you're fine. It's funny. Keep it in, cut it out. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Whatever. (laughs) Okay, but, but anyway, it's a really good story. So if you haven't read it, you should anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is an, a solid AU, uh, not divergent. The Darker Timeline by Hell's Teeth, mm-hmm. 1539G, mm-hmm. in which Mulder works for the syndicate. Um, and it's kind of cool. Like you don't have many fix where Mulder actually goes to the other side and it's scully who's investigating that's what this is yeah um 
somewhere a clock is ticking, which was so close to being on my list. Oh, where's the name? Oh, there it is. The uh, Addicts for Dramatics and Mulder. What was that? I don't know that one. Oh, really? It's Um, on my honorable mentions as well. Is it? Okay. Yep. So Mulder is a father to William um, who unfortunately has cancer. And then he meets this sexy doctor who is going to help cure his son. And they hit it off and fall in love, of course. Um, Yeah, it was it was so close to making my list. I don't I don't know. I'm not quite sure what got moved around in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun one again, not one that you would normally read. Yeah. So those are my honorable mentions. All awesome. right. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh. I totally missed one. Cause like oh. for some reason I formatted it wrong and it's like way lower on the list. Neuro nonsense by WTF Mulder. It's about 2,500 words. It's explicit. And basically everyone's a damn punk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the long and short of it. Or the short of it, because it's a short story anyway. Wonderful. All right. So my first one is a special honorable mention because the story would have made my top three, but it is not posted anywhere. The author took it down. It is not anywhere. Rachel knows I tried really hard to find it. So it is Mr. Spooky and Miss Starbuck by Pearly Dewdrop. Again, if you have it, read it. It's great. Um, it's 156 K it's very, very long. Wow. And it's where, um, they're both high school teachers. Mulder's a psych teacher. Scully's a science teacher and it has a lot of the characters from the show, but in different contexts, like at one point Scully gets hit by a drunk driver who is Donnie faster. So like they've just weaved the characters into other roles. Um, but it's a really cool story, and I really like it, and I'm sad it's not posted anywhere. So it could not make my top three list. But my other honorable mentions, uh, Gym Like Flame by Slippin' Mickey's, where Scully's a gymnast and Mulder is a swimmer at the Tokyo Olympics. Um, really sweet, really good story. Uh, she's so good at AU. Mm-hmm. In Unex- An Unexpected Discovery by ATTHS Twice and Jillian's May. Um, it's an alternate universe in which Mulder and Scully are college professors working in buildings across from each other. Um, Knit for Pearl One by ATTHS twice, where Scully owns a knitting shop and Mulder stumbles in while he's waiting to see his therapist after a tragic event. And he ends up finding um, a different form in ther- of therapy and knitting and joins like the knitting community. Um, I really liked it. And I know like knitting communities are so tight knit and people do really view that as a therapy. And it was a really interesting story to see put into play. Tandem by Alien Queequeg, which Rachel already talked about. (laughs) Aprons and Scrubs by Loki's Game and which Mulder owns a bar and Scully is a doctor at the hospital across the street. Um, Some really good sex, some really fun scenes. Um, has all the key players in it. Um, the lone gunman. Um, I believe Diana even pops up at a point. Samantha Mulder's still around. Alex Krychek, Melissa Scully. 
Charlie Skelly comes into play. It's a long one, though. It's um, 89K. And then The Forgotten Summer by D.K. Skulder, uh, 63K. In it, Scully has just relocated to D.C. with her 10-year-old daughter to be the FBI lead pathologist. Mulder is um, in charge of the first case that she's working on. And um, it comes into play that uh, the daughter is a product of a one-night stand between Mulder and Scully when they were in college. I love those stories. He doesn't know about it first. She couldn't remember who the father was either because they were both drunk and didn't exchange names. (laughs) Um, I love it. Yeah. No, it's really. I have to read that. It's a really good one. It's long, but it's it's a really good one. And it I it wrote came one pretty it came pretty close to making my um top three. It's a great story. Okay, that's amazing. Those are my honorable mentions. Awesome. Awesome. Um <clears throat> I have the Scully Files mm. by Mulder Girl. Nice. Um it is 20k i think it's like teen and up i'm bad at this yeah it's teen and up um and it is it's not it's it's like it's not divergent because it doesn't really diverge anywhere it's just like a completely different take on the x-files and maybe mm-hmm. like a prequel sort of um but so Melissa's missing. Scully's dad is in the consortium mm-hmm. Um, and Mulder gets asked to spy on her electronically. So he mm-hmm. basically has like remote access to her computer so he can keep tabs on what she's working on. Um, and he gets a bit wrapped up into her as anyone would. Um And then even to the point of like anonymously inserting himself into situations to kind of help her, like sending notes from like a friend and whatnot. Um, So there's like, there's kind of a little bit of like cloak and dagger, um, but it was, it's, it's nice to kind of see it from Mulder's perspective. And it is just, it's just really a unique take. Um, but like, so while he's doing this, he kind of like finds the X-Files and stumbles along them and realizes that a lot of the cases that she is dealing with have to do with some of the files that he's found, like for instance, tombs, because of course they set him up in the basement to do this job. Um, but yeah, so, uh, 20 K it's on AO3. Um, it's great. Um, I also picked somewhere clock is ticking. Mm. Um, but yeah, by the addict for dramatics, like Annie already discussed and in true Rachel form, because it's not like she hasn't had enough play on this episode, um, a companion unobtrusive by slip and Mickey's who doesn't need a good roommates AU. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. that one's really good. It is. Mm -hmm. Scully's, I think this is the first X-Files AU I ever read. Mm. It almost made my list. I think so. I had three um, Slip and Mickeys and I cut it down to one. So. We're proud of you. <laughs> yes. I mean, I left mine at two. Could have added more. Anyways. I forgot um, about it. I, don't, I can't believe I forgot about that one. Now I'm mad. 
Um, Scully's roommate, Ellen, gets a last minute internship in Seattle on short notice, puts her in like a tight spot because they have three months left in their lease. She recently broke up with her boyfriend, Ethan, after he found out she took the MCATs and was contemplating med school. But Melissa, who just moved back from England, has a friend who is looking for a place in D.C. Hmm. Um, So she suggests him. And Scully's a bit reticent about a male roommate, but decides she's desperate. So she goes for it. Um, it is, of course, Mulder, whose parents have passed away, and he's helping his sister through school. And there's like a little bit of drama with Ethan, who, you know, isn't just quite over her, but like who would be um, a misunderstanding with Samantha and like a mad dash to set things straight at the end. It's super sweet, super hot. And it's just cozy. It just it it feels good. Um, so definitely a great read. Twenty one thousand words, definitely explicit. Um, because when two hot people live together like that, what the <laughs> fuck do you expect them to do? So true. I mean, come on. Um, and then at the very, 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 very last minute, like literally when we started recording, I added <laughs> the Black Tie Affair series by oh, some yeah. kind of seizure. Yeah, yeah. Those which we've mentioned on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them might be, did I record it? Maybe I didn't. You did, I don't yeah. remember. I think you did. I did. Um, just one of them. But there, it's seven part series where Mulder and Scully are spies and they get to be super sexy and super hot. And everybody should just read them because, well, she's a great writer. But yeah, there's so there's seven, there's seven parts. I believe they're all explicit. Um, and combined, it's like 20,000 words. So good stuff. And that was that. Beautiful. And I feel like we all could have gone on for like another three pages had we like put another month into it. Probably. Probably. Because there's yeah. just so many. We did I so wish many. that I had done a deeper dive into old ones. I realized that mine are relatively new, all, all on AO3. And mm-hmm. I do wish I had done a deeper dive, but it is what it is. Okay. Uh, all of mine are on AO3. I feel no shame. Don't feel no shame. <laughs> Just go. That's with why it. Kristen's here. That's exactly <laughs> exactly. Everyone has their part to play. That's true. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> our yep. resident AO. I'm not AO3. Our resident gossamer expert. Oh, absolutely. I don't know about experts, but experts more so than the two of us. <laughs> we did it. If so it yay. had a better search feature, I would. Mm-hmm. I do, I don't have that time or that patience to sit there and be like, is this one AU? Is it the proper AU? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, it's their search feature is, yeah, you have to get used to what it recognizes as keywords because it's not as convenient as some. And maybe over the summer or no, over the summer, I'll have less time. What am I talking about? (laughs) Um, Maybe at some point. Maybe someday. Someday in my life when... You know, no one remembers the X-Files anymore. Oh, that was a show? <laughs> that will never oh. happen. That will never happen. No. Um, there'll be 24 of us keeping it alive. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and now for a new segment from the Audio Fanfic Podcast, our dope-ass Rex. This is the part we've got. 
Welcome to Dope Ass Rex from Audio Fanfic Podcast, where each week we give you a taste of some of the awesome fic we are currently reading and super excited about. My name is Rachel, and my rec this week is Monsters by Relia. It is an SVU fic, a His Dark Materials demon AU, wherein Elliot and Olivia have soul-bonded wolves as demons. It's told through the lens of canon, which is truly just kind of remarkable, because she's working it not as a third-person fic, but it almost kind of has that feel. We've just reached, in Chapter 8, the character who shall not be named chapter and I am just dying refreshing my feed to see where she's going to take this next because it's adding such an incredible and inventive layer to the story of EO and I'm patient but anxious for each new chapter which is up on AO3 so if EO is your end game go check it out. Hi this is Kristen and my dope ass rec for this week is This Is My Life by Jillian's May. This is an AU Mulder Scully story in which Scully is going to medical school and she is married to a man who doesn't treat her right. He's really, really a bad guy. Um, There is a trigger warning on this fic for um, rape and graphic depictions of non-consensual sex. Um, There's also deals with postpartum depression and therapy and medication and mental illness. Um, But in it... Scully is married to a man. She gets pregnant in high school and she's got two little girls and she finds out her husband is a rapist and she leaves him, but not before he rapes her and she gets pregnant again. Um, During the course of the early and the third pregnancy, she meets Mulder at a restaurant and they end up having a one night stand, but it doesn't go any further than that. And the story is a work in progress and it's currently on chapter 13. And it is 77K, roughly, at this point. Um, We're currently up to Scully is relocated to D.C., and I am just waiting for her to meet Mulder again. Um, Her sister Melissa's there. Her friend is Monica Reyes. And it's just Scully navigating this life and staying so strong despite all these obstacles that are just constantly put in her place. And she's such a good mom and wants such a good life for her kids. And wants things to be better than they have been for her. She still has family support, uh, which is great. But it's just her trying to be strong and be a good mom and do what she needs to do while just constantly facing so many roadblocks. And again, like I said, she's just moved to D.C. She's graduated from medical school. And I just really, really want her to meet Mulder again because I think that's going to be so amazing for her to see him again. Um Yeah, so I thank you. If you like AUs, check out This Is My Life by Jillian's May on AO3 and wait with bated breath like me for the next chapter. Hello, everyone. I'm Annie, and my dope-ass wreck is not for the faint of heart. I apologize in advance. It is called Far From Me by Ice-T in the Bag. It's a song fic loosely based on Alanis Morissette's Your House It's the song at the end of the hidden track of Jagged Little Pill, so really 90s. And um, in the fic, Mulder dies. Scully goes to his apartment and kind of goes over everything in her head, recounts what happened, and his 
dying words, which are painful and sweet and wonderful, especially if you're in the darkest timeline. It's only about 6,000 words and not very plot-heavy, but it evokes a lot of emotions. Um, So Mulder does not die in the same way as he does. This is canon divergent. They're on a case, and he gets shot, and it's Scully. It's very sudden, and Scully is dealing with the effects of that. Again, not for the faint of heart, but it is a very good fic and makes me feel a lot of things. Highly recommend it. You can even read it while listening to the um, Jagged Little Pill track. If you like this and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.